episode 66. That was terrible, but my name is Mark, and this is episode 66 of the Holocron Chronicles. Charlie is missing somewhere in the outer rim, but I hope he's listening and I hope he's well. But I am joined by a super special returning guest, and I'm super excited to be joined once again by Riley Antoinette. Riley, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Yeah, it's uh, it's really, really good to have you back. I'm very excited. The The last time we had you on was to talk about Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. And you're back now to talk about Jedi Survivor. We've been planning this for a while. Mm-hmm. Since As like the game came be. out. <laughs> yep. Since the game came out, I think it was like you were kind of my one and only option of uh, people to go to to talk about this game. Awesome. And <laughs> even though Charlie did not play the game, he was excited to talk about it. He watches the cutscenes and all that stuff, so he does regret not being here. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll go on without him and uh, and wish him the best on his on his work travels and such that he got caught up with. Um, before we do start, I have to thank a few people including our best bud over at Patreon, Jamie Prinky, our BFF tier, Sean, Stella, and Henry Nias, and uh, Missy Merchant, and and Andy. I almost said Andre. Sorry, Andy. Uh, Andy Milliken. (laughs) I always screw up one thing with Patreon. It's just like, it's a running gag that I'm not in on. Um, (laughs) It's just because my brain doesn't work. Uh, So thank you to everyone that supports us over on Patreon. If you would like to check out Patreon, uh, we have free week-long trials that you can go and sign up for, check out all the exclusive content. I am just about to launch a new show that I, you know what, I'll announce it right here, right now. I was going to hold this and just to kind of do a big announcement of it, but if you're listening, you get a preview of the show. Um, and the, we've actually kind of discussed this idea here on this show, and it's The basic premise is taking a PG-13 movie, which usually the ratings board will allow at least one curse word. So my wife and I are going to be doing a show called Where's the F? And it's going to be talking about PG-13 movies. We're going to pick a movie and then we're going to pick the most optimal place that we would choose to insert an F word for maximum hilarity effectiveness whatever it is we just finished a lord of the rings extended edition rewatch and we were thinking about this the whole time we were watching that last weekend of like you know okay which one of these movies like where would we put it in each one of the movies uh i still think it's when uh you know she she stabs the ring wraith in the face and is like i'm no effing man like i think that was the the, the most effective one and she you know she takes her helmet uh, yeah, hell I yeah <laughs> Um, I think that's the one, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, So that's, (laughs) we're going to be picking a movie. We're going to be starting that show really, really soon. We're going to try to do like a roundtable discussion and get as many people on per episode as possible. So uh, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. We're still, we're still spitballing this. So this is like really early inside information for anyone listening. Um, But we might just like do that on Discord. So if you haven't jumped in our Discord already, do that because I might just open up a channel, get everyone in and just start talking and recording that session. So um, we're still figuring out the exact details, but that's kind of the general gist gist of the show. So join our Patreon because it's going to be a Patreon first show. It's going to drop there and then we'll roll it out later. Um, 
and join our Discord. That's two little plugs in one. If you haven't joined both of those places, go do that now. And just for shits and giggles, follow us on YouTube too, because that's uh, that's a great place to to go. Uh, so with all that said, with all that out of the way, Riley, let's talk about you. What's new and exciting in your world? Honestly, I've just been hanging out, trying to plan more costumes and trying to figure out how to fund them. <laughs> <laughs> I I have recently discovered that side of things and Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of like so I got like my brother went down to Disney World and I was like if there's Jedi tunics down there get me one and he did and then I was like well I guess I gotta put together the rest of the Jedi outfit and do like a cosplay thing for the first time ever Mm-hmm. and I just started but I didn't want to do like the regular one so I started ordering like weird bits and pieces of like like a pirate belt to kind of like you know like pirate it up because um, I have to be a pirate Jedi and mm-hmm. um, you know like and different things like a, a holster like or, or a, what do you call it like a frog like a sword frog for but like for a lightsaber mm-hmm. um, and like all this stuff and like arm things and everything and, like and I'm just like all these little pieces and they all add up so much and boots are expensive. Oh, it's oh, crazy. Boots are the worst crazy. thing to order because they're yeah. so expensive. Yeah. And it's so, like, it's I mean, understandable, but man. <laughs> right. Uh, so any, any per- person that's like, okay, I'm going to do a different cosplay every week. I'm like, how, what do you mm-hmm. do? What banks did you rob? Uh, y- y'all are dedicated, man. I'm like throwing together piecemeal bits from Amazon and you guys are like mad respect. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of yeah. trial and error. So like whatever mm-hmm. doesn't work out, you still spent money on it. So it's kind of like, oh, great. <laughs> great. <laughs> any, um, any you can fill us in on that you're working on or that are upcoming? Or is that like a little bit secret? Oh, no, I'm, I'm working on a custom Mandalorian. Um, yeah, that'll That's be, it's, it'll, it'll be a long work in progress, but that is what's happening right now. I'm working on, um, re-upping my Captain Carter costume and hopefully getting like an actual like really good Captain Carter shield and those are very expensive so I'm just kind of like yeah but right now that's about it I'm still teetering on the edge of live action Bo-Katan but we'll see (laughs) oh cool Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, very cool Mm -hmm. um yeah your your Bo-Katan's fantastic thank you so much how how are you doing the 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 custom Mandalorian are you like foam or you do 3d printing you do like custom ordering some stuff uh, um, through a website or anything i've got a resin helmet and i'm thinking everything else will also be resin unless i get abs plastic for the armor again like i did for um for my animated Bogotan. but i'm still kind of researching to see what's best right. mm-hmm and cost effective yeah yeah it's it's uh the the cost effective i I think it's like i see people like carving stuff out of foam and i'm like that takes a certain amount of skill and i see people doing 3d print and i'm like that takes a certain amount of money and dedication and other kind of skills and it's just like there's like no easy answer with any Mm -hmm. of this stuff um unless you have a crazy amount of money and you're just like someone build this for me and i will just (laughs) throw you some money and then you send me a full costume from etsy or whatever yeah um, exactly which yeah so there's there's like no easy answer so i can't wait to see what you come up with and uh can't wait to to see the progress while while you make it that's that's super exciting yeah. thank you i'm awesome. really nervous but very excited 
<laughs> excellent, excellent. And I'll I'll be posting more pictures of of my my Jedi as I as I piece them more together. Um, so do you are you so one piece that that I've I've talked to a couple of people about is like the backstory kind of thing, mm-hmm. and that's one one part of like cosplaying that I never considered until like you know you start working this original character kind of thing and you're like i guess i should get like give a backstory to this like you know weird looking jedi that i have in my mind so are you doing that with like your your original mandalorian do you do that with like your your cosplay stuff that's that's not like you know bo katan from the you know Mm -hmm. from the comics and stuff i think i probably will I haven't really gotten to that yet because i feel like the more i start thinking about stuff i get very overwhelmed (laughs) Um, and I feel like once I have more of her kind of built and when I like look at it, I'll be like, okay, this is what this is going to be. Mm, Um, kind of like when you get a dog, like when you adopt a dog, you may, you might have like a name in mind or something, but Mm. like when you meet the dog personality might kind of shift your idea of what you wanted before. Not that armor has a personality, but it kind of does. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I also love that you said dog because that's what happened with my brother. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you equated that to the to a dog, but it actually happened to like my real life brother. They mm-hmm. had a, a name picked out for him and they saw him and they were like, mm-mm. It was <laughs> like, I think it was like Scott. My mom wanted to call him Scott like straight up until he popped out. And then she was like, mm-mm, no, you're a Colin uh, for whatever reason. <laughs> Uh, so like that happened IRL to my brother, and um, so it's not just dogs and armor; it's yeah. people too. People it too. It can happen to everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can happen to everyone all over. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a hundred percent gonna tell him that he is like a dog tomorrow. <laughs> He's be like, okay. I might even text him tonight, and he'll probably be asleep, but he'll get that first thing in the morning and just be like, "What is wrong like, with you? What are you talking what? about?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, be like, listen to the show, haha. Um, <laughs> So we have had you on before, so we've asked a few of these questions, but we have some new questions that I, I want to go over. Um, unless your how did you get into Star Wars story has somehow changed and you found a, a DeLorean and went back in time. Um, wow. I think people can go, <laughs> if they want to find out more about you, and they should, they should go back and listen to that first episode um, and, and listen about the first game and, and and see where we've come now after a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um so let's skip those, and I want to jump right into speaking of stuff that has personality, like armor, lightsabers. Uh, what's your lightsaber color of choice? If we're going, if I have all the options, like similar as to how you have all the options, basically in the um, Fallen Order and Survivor games, yeah. orange. Nice. Yeah. My favorite color is not orange; it is dark green. So if I'm not getting all of that, it would be green. But orange, because I just think it's so cool. So, it's yeah, it's wait, different I, enough to be like, oh. <laughs> and I loved orange in the first Jedi game mm-hmm. so much. And I liked it in this one. But they seem to be ruining orange in a way. How so? You, hear me out. Okay. <laughs> if you're... If you prefer the light side, if you mm-hmm. are, you know, more of a, a Jedi kind of aligned person and you like orange, they seem to be starting to use orange in canon for dark side 
for like mm. almost Sith but Sith but not quite. So like the um, the High Republic Jedi in this game that woke up and bled his crystal doesn't turn red. That sucker turns like a deep orange. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with the two that we've seen in the Acolyte trailer or no the Ahsoka trailer mm-hmm. with Ray Stevenson. That's the Ahsoka trailer, right? Um, they look orange. They're yes. like fallen Jedi Order sixty six survivors. I will say. I think they confirmed that the lightsabers in that footage weren't done yet. So it could be different in the actual okay, show, okay. but if it's mm-hmm. not, then yes, that is, that is true. That is yeah. true. Yeah. So we'll see, but I think uh, like Cal uses more of a light orange and I've always considered mm-hmm. that more of the Canon option because it was the special edition. It was unique to Cal. I agree. Mm-hmm. So I think, and I think we talked about that in the first, the first games recap episode. So, mm-hmm. um, Again, good time for people to jump back and listen to that. But mm-hmm. orange is orange is a great color. I did play most of this new game with an orange saber, especially the opening. So I felt um, guilty about changing things. Mm, yeah, you know, like like that's what you're supposed to do. I felt very guilty about changing anything. Anytime I like tried to see what it would be like to not have like technically Jaro to Paul's saber. Yeah. I'm I'm a very sentimental person and it does not matter in games at all, but like it bleeds <laughs> into that for me. And so I'm just like, no, it has to be Jaro to Paul's saber. Like it can't be anything else. Yep. It can't. <laughs> I I would sometimes change the the secondary part of the saber, but the the top, the emitter at least mm-hmm. stayed from from Jaro's uh, the mm-hmm. whole time. Mm-hmm. Um through through this playthrough of the new game. Uh speaking of designs, do you have a favorite lightsaber design canon legends anything what's this is going uh, what's to sound design? yeah this is gonna sound really basic but cows <laughs> well jar to paul's but it's it's cows there you go. um yeah. i i like i like his broken saber yeah um it's very heartbreaking and like very angsty but it looks very cool and it's kind of it gives it character gives it character mm-hmm. um Absolutely. and so i think it's just so sick and very heartbreaking which is probably why i like it yeah. star wars pain is good <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, there's a yeah uh I, I can't argue with that yeah the lightsaber with a story is always more interesting i think mm-hmm. um that uh, you know has some little thing and that one's that one's one of the most impactful um mm-hmm. it's yeah very good do you have a, a favorite Star Wars collectible. I'm seeing a few collectibles in, in you know, behind um, you there. Any Anything that stands out for you? Um, and this could be like a cosplay helmet. It doesn't have to be like an official collectible. This could be like mm-hmm. anything. I mean, my Bo-Katan helmet's very cool. But I, I do have a Cal Kestis lightsaber from Saber Forge. And it's also very cool. Sick. I, I just, I have a lot of cool things and it's very hard for me to pick favorites. <laughs> that's fair too. That's, that's, it, it is, t- yeah, it's tough. I I can easily say like the, the lightsaber I built at Galaxy's Edge or mm-hmm. my Mando helmet, which are both conveniently behind me. But like, I also have like a lot of like vintage toys and just weird little things that I'm like, I like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get that. I get, I get the not being able to narrow it down. Yeah. I can't pick a favorite kid. Uh, exactly. <laughs> We, uh, we we talked about the orange sabers and, and kind of what they they mean, light side, dark side, whatever. But do you have a favorite affiliation? It doesn't even have to be force power users, uh, Jedi, bounty hunters, Sith, rebels, 
Ewoks, Wookiees, space pirates, any, what, if you could like hang out with a group, what would it be? I want to say Jedi. I, I love the Jedi and I know they have their many faults. I am so aware of that, but I feel like they might be too peaceful for me in the mm. sense of like, if something needs to happen, it's going to, it's got to happen. So I feel like I'd probably say rebels. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm, because they can be chill. To the ground. Yeah. They can be chill, but they're also ready when it's time mm. to fight. We'll fight. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I know the Jedi do that too, but like they have that whole, uh, you can't feel anger. And it's just kind of like, yes, you can. And maybe sometimes you should. <laughs> I think it, I think that answer, like, you'd almost have to narrow down the Jedi mm-hmm. that you pick, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, do, do you want, like, the strict, like, older Yoda Jedi or the younger kind of, like, badass Yoda Jedi mm-hmm. or, like, you know, the Qui-Gon just kind of like, I'm going to do what I want. Like, yeah. just, you know, <laughs> like, you know, coming back to the accountant in the Jedi temple and being like, hey, I bought an orphan. Cool. How was your day? Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. Excuse me? Uh, what? You bought a what? <laughs> Uh, slave boy. Okay, that's what that is going mm-hmm. on here. Um, the yeah, I think the most frustrated people in the Jedi Temple would be like their accountant and mm-hmm. the robe maker because <laughs> they just keep dropping them and leaving. They just them keep everywhere. dropping them. You never see them pick them up. They're like later. Just like cool. I made six hundred robes today. How many do we need for tomorrow? Seven hundred. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that's just, like just too stressed. Um, where was I? I completely just went off on a tangent there. Anyway, okay, so Star Wars <laughs> is you already mentioned is basically just like constant suffering, pain, tragedy, mm-hmm. uh, wrapped in laser swords, ponchos, and really cool helmets. Uh, if you were in the Star Wars universe, hanging out with the rebels or hanging out anywhere, what hilarious and funny and tragic way would you die? Do I have the force or not? You can choose. Okay. If I don't have the force, I'd probably fall from somewhere on accident. Mm, yeah. No rails. Yeah. Yeah. If I did have the force, I'd probably fall from somewhere on accident. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be too panicked in the fall to like catch myself with the force. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely 100 percent. i'd yeah. be too like in the moment of falling and freaking out to be like oh wait i can do something about this and it yeah instead of like force slowing yourself down you try to like force grab the ledge and then yeah. like, that doesn't work splat yeah i get it yeah 100 <laughs> percent. i'd be like exploring or something and then i'm gone that's yeah. fine someone will yeah. find my bones eventually <laughs> It'll be Cal, and he'll be like, oh, let's see how this person died, and he'll touch your bones yeah. and get the whole story of you oh, being like, echo. hey, what's over here? Whoa! Splat. Yeah, uh, and he'd just be like, hmm, okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, BD, we gotta go over this way. Um, <laughs> Someone like didn't lo- pay attention to their training, BD. <laughs> <laughs> Very Loki. It's like, oh, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Anyway. <laughs> Just that whole game is just him being Loki. Yeah. It's like, oh, yes, tragedy. Moving on. Honestly, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a, I just Cody realized Coates. that Cal is very much Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to replay that game now, thinking of this. Uh, 
since there's no real news that I can think of, is there anything? I don't think there's been any like big, like Star Warsy news. Um, no, except apparently a few days ago when Twitter did that weird rate limit thing, we were supposed to get an Ahsoka trailer and we didn't because Twitter was being Twittery. No! Yeah. Elon kind of, um, ruined everyone's day. Yeah. That, that's a pain. Mm -hmm. Um, that's not really news, but it is news. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird, I see. So I didn't hear that and I'm, I'm feeling even better about my jump to threads. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we, we talked about before we started recording that like everyone that's on Instagram is jumping over to threads. Like I've got, I need to mute all this. Like I've got so many no- thread notifications of like people mm-hmm. downloading the app and just like, cause I set it to follow everyone automatically that I follow on Instagram. Yeah. So same. It's, um, that was a choice. That was, and there's another one. Uh, yeah. so if, if you see me, like my, my wrist going up, that's, that's it. I'm yeah. To my friend, that. my friend told me just turn off notifications for now mm-hmm. yep that's a good call and check again in maybe like two weeks yeah like you can still go on it but just like turn off the notifications for now <laughs> yeah that's that's a good call that's a pretty good call mm-hmm. uh well let's let's jump straight in to talking about jedi survivor because that's what we're here we've, we've already alluded to it several times so let's just jump right in and, and talk about mm-hmm. our, our crazy little loki boy cal Kestis. <laughs> so we're going to go full spoilers. If you haven't played the game, if you're halfway through the game, if you don't want to hear anything, take this time to to pause, come back after you've finished, or if you're bouncing, thanks for listening up to this point. We hope you come back next week, and uh, and that's it. Um, so you've got like three, two, one. We're going full spoilers. So I don't <laughs> have a spoiler to say right now, but like, you know, this is the... You're Cal Kestis. Uh, that's a spoiler. Oh my goodness, no, he's back. Uh, <laughs> he's spoiler back. alert. He's back. Spoiler alert. Cal is back in the game that is about him. Uh, massive surprise there. He's on the mm-hmm. box cover and in all the trailers. And yeah. we just ruined that surprise for anyone. Imagine <laughs> just popping in that game and be like, all right, what's this about? Ah, oh, this guy's back? Yeah. Damn it. Guy again. Ah, oh, man, I was really hoping it'd be a non-ginger this time. Um, <laughs> that'd have been fantastic. Uh, you can change his hairstyle, but you can't change the color. Sorry, people. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's go with a little, uh, little like recap, I suppose, of of the story. Um, would you Would you like to recap the story for for everyone listening? I feel like I, feel I, like I, I know out. I just like threw the, I threw you under the bus there. Um, but I feel like I talk a lot, so I want no, to I don't want to leave anything out. Okay. <laughs> Someone's gonna be like, um, actually, you forgot about this in your recap, and I'd be like, sorry. Well, sorry. you can yell at me, folks, because it's late, and I'm gonna try to skim through Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, so basically, this is five. Actually, man, I'm distracted tonight. Uh, did you read the in between book? I'm halfway yeah. through it, but I, I okay. know basically what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's, I don't even know why that was relevant, but I saw the five years after destroying the Jedi holocron in the first game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cal Kestis has parted ways with the entire team. Uh, Seer, Grease, Marin, everyone else. And they, they've, uh, and he's continued his battle against the empire 
as a resistance fighter working under the direction of the favorite cameo appearance, Saw Gerrera. Uh, so when we pick him up, he's on Coruscant, fighting with some new mercenaries, including his friend Bode, and uh, who we saw in the trailers, the Night Sister, the, the or the, sorry, the, the Ninth Sister, not the Night Sister. She'll be back later. Uh, the Ninth Sister, who we fought on Kashyyyk, comes back. They're trying to re- retrieve some data. Uh, they kill her. Um, stuff goes awry. The, uh, the Mantis gets damaged and Cal goes to find the only person that can really help them that's close by, which is Grease, who's running a bar on a planet called Kobo. Uh, so that's kind of where the game picks up. Like the first stage, the first mission is all Coruscant and then it's just like, let's get to this other planet. Mm-hmm. Um, the As you, you, you kind of continue to, to explore there, you find a droid in a High Republic cave place kind of thing uh the droids goes by z uh that basically you find you you talk to that droid you find a device it leads to some arrays uh and that's kind of the first part of this is the to me anyway there's there's kind of two pieces of this and the story kind of forks off in in two directions of like cal reuniting his team uh and and the the interpersonal conflicts in that team. And I thought most of the game was really going to focus on this like high Republic array. You find a high Republic Jedi that's been like suspended animation. They never really explained fully, I think uh, what's going on, but um, basically they find this uh, yeah high Republic Jedi named Dagon uh, and some uh, pirates. I'm blanking on the name of the Raiders Ravit or the is it Ravis Ravis mm-hmm. Ravis that's it mm-hmm. and uh and some Raiders um who are loyal to this Jedi as well uh Dagon has fallen to the dark side immediately goes after Cal and uh and you kind of think for most of the game that he's the big bad that these Raiders that Dagon that they're kind of like the big enemy of this game Mm -hmm. um so the rest of the game like i said kind of continues of you trying to find these other arrays you trying to get to um a planet called uh tantalor which can be used for the hidden path which we've heard about in obi-wan kenobi and where they're trying to like hide people and get people through you find out that the um cordova and seer are basically like keeping the Jedi archives. They're kind of rebuilding the knowledge. Uh, Marin has been going around the universe, protecting people and saving people and kind of working with a little bit of everyone working with Seer here and there. And you're kind of trying to reunite the team to be like, this can help everyone. Let's do this. And I'm, I'm glazing over some spots, but it's a big game. So here we go. Very um, big game compared to the first it one. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you continue to do this, the Raiders and this fallen Jedi kind of continue to be one step ahead of you or very, very close behind you. Uh, the Empire is all over the place as well, so you have to deal with that. And um, yeah, you spend most of the game just kind of like trying to piece things together, trying to find things before they do, trying to get to this Tantalor hidden path planet from the High Republic days uh, before anyone else does. So you can kind of help people who are trying to escape the Empire. And 
you defeat everyone and do everything there and you think the game's going to end and then your best bud betrays you. Bode gets everyone killed. Darth Vader comes and kicks ass and gets lit on fire but still manages to kill everyone and um, everything sucks and I was devastated yeah. by everything. That whole sequence was insane. Yeah. Insane. Like when you see like that snippet in the trailer, you would never imagine that was what was going on. No, no. At all. all. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, and it, it all happened because of Bode and um, that sucks. So uh, Cal goes a little dark side, which I dug. I that, really was that was insane. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Insane. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um, and and kind of goes after and the rest of the game is is going after Bode, who also stole the device to get to Tantalor because he has a daughter who he just wants he and his daughter to be safe, which. And you find uh, out that he used to be a Jedi. Yeah. What the <laughs> wild. Yeah. That whole the so whole many... reveal was insane. <laughs> So many twists, so many turns. It was just like betrayal, Darth Vader, crazy speeder chase, finding out he's a Jedi, like mm-hmm. d- d- dying essentially. I don't know if you like. It was like I, rapid I, succession. Mm-hmm. All of that, yep. that whole section was not just like oh two twists, like oh there's Darth Vader and there's Bode and he sucks. It's just like oh Bode kills Cordova, which immediately just like kind of a wonder that that man was even alive i thought that man was dead in the first game yeah yeah me too <laughs> and so it's like cordova gets killed by bode bode betrays you darth vader shows up you play as seer because you die after chasing bode yeah well don't yeah. die but like you die well, yeah, you but, die but, like, but you, you don't you die essentially <laughs> like it looks like you're dead yeah and like i i legitimately thought like the rest of the game was going to be seer me maybe marin uh just because like there's it so so crazy so i was so upset at first because i was like they did not just kill cal right now (laughs) yeah and you think they can because like they killed cordova yeah and everything kind of like and and you very quickly take over as seer so it's just like is he like he's actually i'm playing as a different person right now like this is what how what what's happening in this situation um Mm -hmm. so i was i was very much surprised very much thrown for a loop and i'm glad you were too that it wasn't just me being dramatic of like this is the best it was insane like i know i keep saying that but there's literally no other word for it yeah yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. um so after all of that craziness you find bode you get to tantalor uh bode has his daughter there and his daughter basically said my dad's gone crazy like which is heartbreaking because i get it as as a parent as someone who has people that i care about like shit hits the fan like that's who you want to protect that's who you want to be like it's like screw everyone else like i'm just like you know taking care of mine especially like in his case where his wife died so it was just like i know how quickly stuff can happen I can't take care of everyone. So I'm going to take care of this one person that I think I can, but um, you know, kind of unforgivable, but Cal still tries to forgive him, which is like, what a guy, dude, you're the best darn Jedi since Obi-Wan. 
Like, mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, things don't end well for Bode because he is told to back down. He doesn't. And uh, Cal had the high yeah. ground. Let's just put it that way. Uh, and which, the dark side. And the dark side, uh, which is, yeah, yeah. That, that gave him more of a high ground than Anakin, for sure. Uh, they... Yeah, the the daughter seems oddly cool with that. That's cool. Um, yeah, <laughs> she's just gonna like okay. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. You and space wizard witch mommy are gonna adopt me now. Cool. Right. Thanks. Yeah. Neat. She's gonna like okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, if you're gonna have adoptive parents, Cal and Marin are pretty cool. It's kind of what have. happened in Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah, very similar. Here, I will adopt the villain's child. (laughs) Yeah, very, very similar vibes. Um, But only in that respect. Just just right there. Only right there, yeah. Just that one bit. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I loved the part in uh, Jedi Survivor with these screaming goats running into a planet. It was amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Uh, I I do like the Kalan Mirren ended up like together because that was i read the book in between and marin like kind of has some self-realizations kind of goes away from cal very much Mm -hmm. goes away from cal ends up kind of with someone else but then you know that breaks off too so it's that kind of ends and it doesn't lead the book doesn't lead directly into this game so you still Mm -hmm. don't really like the the threads are there the seeds are planted for the team to break up by the end of the book yeah but like you don't see that you still don't see it so whether you read the book or don't you start this game going like how the hell did the band break up why did why did they how did this happen what mm-hmm. happened uh so so seeing them come together again and, and, and seeing that kind of happen i was like yeah this is awesome um because mm-hmm. those two together are just like it's magic it's like that scene where they're both uh like flying through the air and she's opening up portals and he's jumping through them. And like, that was the coolest yes. thing in a video game I have seen in my entire life. And I've played some really cool games. <laughs> that is literally oh, the coolest yeah. thing that has ever happened in a game. <laughs> my, uh, my nephew just, uh, just beat this game, just finished it uh, maybe a week or two ago. And he told me like, Hey, I finally got the game. And I was like, dude, this is so great. Uh, and he was like, what, you know, and, and he lives like on the other side of the, the country. And so like we, we text back and forth or FaceTime or whatever. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, there's going to be a really, really cool. There's going to be a lot of really cool stuff. But like when you do the coolest thing, let me know. And right away. <laughs> and like every once in a while, he'd be like, hey, this was pretty cool. And I'd be like, nope, not quite. Yeah. Nope, not quite. And as soon as it happened, he was like, nope, I know exactly what you mean. That was the mm-hmm. coolest thing. There's the very same reaction. Like coolest thing ever in a video game um mm-hmm. so it's great to see them working together and and all that kind of stuff and that's kind of like how the game ends they have a, a jedi funeral for 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 uh, seer cordova oh. and bode and um yeah they they kind of make a plan to contact the hidden path and and use tantalor so kind of an interesting place to leave it we haven't heard of this in any other canon stuff Again, we've heard of the hidden path. We've heard of this kind of slight cross between this game and Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense 
that it hasn't really because it's it's hidden. It really is hidden. Like this planet, no one is else knows. Heard you can't get to it mm-hmm. without the devices that you find in this game. So it makes so much sense that like there could be this sect of Jedi. There could be a sect of just people, rebels, whatever that are hiding from the Empire mm-hmm. that nobody knows about because it's so well hidden. And I love that. I mm-hmm. love that. That's where they leave it. They leave it open to more canon shows, movies books, comics, and hopefully another game. Um, So if I missed anything in that very like jumbled description, I apologize. That was a very quick run through because I'm hoping at this point, anyone listening has played the game. So I just wanted to run over some of the points so we could have those little freak out moments of like, holy crap, that was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So I mentioned that even if you read the book, this game kind of picks up in like a, what the hell just happened spot. Did you expect it to pick up in that way? Or did you kind of expect like the whole team? Like what were your feelings kind of coming into this game? I didn't expect it to pick up there. I kind of assumed maybe Cal was on his own doing something like based on the trailer. Mm. Um, And I think the trailer showed him like seeing Seer for the first time. And it's just kind of been like, it was like an awkward moment, but then I didn't, but I didn't expect the team to have been, like broken up. Yeah. If anything, I expected maybe Sierra to be like, "All right, I'm gonna go do something later." Right. And so when like yeah. that happened, I was like, "Oh, oh, this is not great." Hmm. Yeah, that was a surprise for me. Like, yes, Seer seemed to want to establish, you know, a, a new Jedi Order, or at least a home base kind of thing, mm-hmm. and I kind of assumed. Like you, like, yeah, maybe Cal's gone off on a mission by himself, but like mm-hmm. they still had to be together for home base, right? Like home right. is still where they're together. And it was like so jarring to me that they started off in this way. Um, mm-hmm. But another thing that I loved about the starting of this game and something that I really, really noticed jumping into uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom mm-hmm. after playing this game was it doesn't start off like most Metroidvania games, which is kind of is, you know, you explore and you come back and you unlock new powers and get new places and all that kind of stuff. They don't knock you on your ass and take away all your powers and abilities and all that kind of stuff and start you back on three hearts and zero force abilities. They're like, all right, you finished the first game. You got all these powers. You still have those powers. Here's some cool new ones. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that either because I've been playing video games for a long ass time. And every single time you pick up one of these new games, it's like Metroid. It's like, you know, when you play the next Metroid game, some shit's going to happen where Samus gets booped on the head and has to relearn how to shoot her gun again and Mm -hmm. loses all of her missiles for some reason. And her armor's depleted. Like, yeah, I expected Cal to get hit by like a space frying pan and be like, Mm -hmm. I forget how to use the force. Oops. Yeah. Square Uh, one. yeah, right like mm-hmm. to start it off like this was like just amazing so it's very jarring from the story and jarring from like a games don't do this mm-hmm. kind of standpoint so really unexpected but really got me into the game very very quickly yes. um you you already mentioned like you saw in the trailer and we we talked about the reunion with seer what was your favorite reunion of of any of the characters i think Cal and Sears reunion was very sweet. I did cry about it, but mm. one that literally had me giddy the entire time was Cal and Marin. 
I was just and so yep. incredibly giddy when they get up on um I forget the name of the creature, but they get up on the creature to ride it, and she appears next to him and grabs his waist, and he's just kind of like. Yes. it's just it's just like so cute and so funny and i just loved all of it so much yeah, absolutely and like her just like set like flirting with him very obviously and him not knowing what to do is just so funny the absolute cutest the, them in the so cave funny. just being so awkward like just that whole scene is just like hey here's a priest for a church that doesn't exist anymore yeah. get the hot space witch to flirt yeah. with him is like crazy let's go and the thing uh, is like she knew fantastic. how awkward he was and she also thought it was funny so she kept doing it <laughs> yep that is it shows the actor's chemistry i think as well mm-hmm. and like the benefit of getting real good actors to do yeah. your mocap and your voice acting and all of this stuff because like they knew how to play this scene Mm-hmm. And that's no no like no shot to like voice actors or anything else. But like no, this mm-hmm. particular game showed why that was important. Yeah. In this game. Uh it, it showed like, you know, like and they could easily bring that same chemistry and those same people, uh, those same faces to live action and we wouldn't miss a beat. And mm-hmm. I think that's very important for this particular Star Wars game. Uh again. Other games can use voice actors and it's incredibly effective and uh, and meaningful and everything else. But for this, for those specific scenes, I yeah. think it was, it was a good call. It was a very mm-hmm. good call. Uh, favorite, favorite new character? We've met some old ones. Any, any new ones standing out to you? It would have been Bode. It would I have. know! It would have. I... Sorry if this is cringe, but like in my head, anytime Bode was on screen, I jokingly say to myself, be like, oh, big sexy Bode. But then when he did the thing, I said, oh, big betrayer Bode. No, thank (laughs) you. No, not anymore. (laughs) So I think my new answer is probably (laughs) Turgle. Yes, that was going to be mine. Yes. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) You can have the same one. I know, I know, I know. He's such a mess. Uh, I am glad you said Bode, because <laughs> I was just going to go straight to Turgle. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad you said Bode, though, because he was so damn likable. He was, and that is how they get you, and I logically know that. Yep. But I, oh, it's, oh, I never see trailers for things anymore that leave out things that happen mm-hmm. in anything, like games, movies, shows. You always see everything now, and it kind of annoys me. Yeah. They truly kept the biggest plot twist secret and it was yep. incredible and it made you love a guy and then automatically hate him. Well, and that's like, that's what I, I met like we, I, when I said like the game is gone in two different paths because they established that like, here's your crew, here's all these interpersonal relationships and they build that up while also doing this weird bait and switch thing of like, hey, here's a High Republic Jedi who's mm-hmm. gone dark side and who's missing an arm and like, what's going on with him? Hey, look over mm-hmm. here. And you think that's the big bad while all this other stuff's just kind of happening and you're like so focused on him and like his little crew of renegades and all this kind of like whatever. And like you forget about that completely by this betrayal. Yeah. Like, You're like, who's completely. dagging? <laughs> yeah, completely. And for, for, so for a game 
for me to to like bring up a high republic jedi that we haven't seen that's like Mm -hmm. really cool looking has a cool lightsaber has a cool backstory uh feels betrayed by the order before like order 66 and all the crap that went down uh you know asks cal how would you let an empire do this we're the the jedi and you know and you watch him bleed a crystal for i think the first time someone's bled a crystal like in real time in canon i think so i'm pretty sure yeah super cool um like you see it in the kylo ren comic i think but it's not obviously on a screen yeah like you, you don't see it so yeah no i think this is like first like real time video esque kind of whatever you know non non red or like pictures or whatever um yeah we saw like luke unbleed or for anyway in the new comic where he gets his green mm-hmm. saber oh yeah 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 uh, green crystal um purify what's the, i'm like unbleed I, I it's like 12:30 yeah. i don't know <laughs> i think it's purify uh, so like that whole thing, not again, not ending the game after Dagon's defeat. Um, I just like what what were you thinking when they when you like you beat Dagon and then <laughs> like the game doesn't end? I thought it was going into a cutscene, no, and it was the, like, okay, we're off to Tantalor. No, truly, when like that whole thing was happening, I was like, there's literally no way this ends right here. This mm. game has been so short if that ends right here. There's right. no way. But then I was like, I beat him. And then I was sitting there. I was like, but now what? Like, obviously there's something else. Right. Because it didn't feel like an ending. No. Because usually like the was... ending is when you beat the guy. Yeah. And it was a fine enough boss battle. Oh, yeah. But it was just kind of like you, you're, you're left there and you're like, okay. You're like, what's the rest of the story? Like, (laughs) we'll save her and guess we'll go home now. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's like, where do we, where are we going from here? Like, cause that's basically what the, like I said, that's what the trailer was. Mm -hmm. And I, I just want to say the actor who played Dagon, Cody Fern, incredible actor. And so I was very excited to see him, like him throughout an entire game, be this Mm. awful villain or whatever he was going to be because I wasn't a hundred percent sure that he was actually going to be the villain. Right. And then like for, I, it's not that his story went quickly, but it kind of did. And so I was just kind of like, Oh, but now what? (laughs) (laughs) I was completely off, like, like thrown off. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. what's the rest of the game? (laughs) Cause it, but like, and it's, it's not that it, happened kind of midway through like there wasn't a ton of the game afterwards like you kind of go to the imperial facility hunt down bode you know like the shit Mm -hmm. hits the fan with vader and everything else but like Mm -hmm. like that isn't a huge section of the game but i think i think the big bait and switch is you forget about dagon for a Mm -hmm. while because there's so much exploration there's so much of hey they've gone to this planet so we should go to that planet so it's like He's still the bad guy, but he's kind of like a looming threat in the distance-ish mm-hmm. that like you don't think about him. You're exploring and you're spending, you know, 25 hours exploring this game. And like there's stormtroopers here, there's renegades here, there's stuff that you're taking down. And every so often like Dagon or one of his big henchmen comes by and you have to take care of that. But like once you kind of confront him, then it's over very quickly. Mm-hmm. 
but you're still yeah. like 20 something hours into the game and you're like, yeah. okay, well, this is like a 30 hour game or whatever. I've got a few hours to wrap up, but what's left. Mm-hmm. And that's when they really do that. It's like, okay, this was kind of a like fizzle mm-hmm. uh, for, for, for that, that kind of thing. Not that um, it was bad. Like it was, just, it was like a good all. kind of like what's going on. Not like a bad, yeah. like, Oh, well this didn't make sense. Like it made perfect sense, but it was just kind of like, what's going to happen now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. absolutely it was it was very the whole time i was playing it i was kind of like I, i'm pretty sure i was making this face to my tv like and i'm like yeah, still controlling same. i'm still going through the game and i'm trying to like my brains like the the gears are going there's smoke coming out of my ears like okay what's gonna happen is something bad gonna happen what's gonna happen now what bad mm-hmm. is gonna happen is there something gonna come out of the thing and i'm thinking like some sort of space worm's gonna come out of the tunnel mm-hmm. like tantalor is not gonna be a good place it's gonna be a bad place there's gonna be something mm-hmm. more there like anything other than Bode's betrayal was mm-hmm. going through my head. It was, yeah. it was crazy. Um, mm-hmm. I want to get back to a couple of things about the gameplay mm-hmm. before I go into a couple of the last questions here. Uh, favorite planet that we explored in this game. They're all very cool. Kobo, I think for me. Hmm. Yeah. Um, there's just so much to it. I still like. I still have not explored everything. Same. I I did kind of fall off of it a bit because of all the stuff going on in life. But like, there's so much and like so many little secrets. In addition to like, the Jedi vaults. There's just like a lot of layers, and it's very cool. It's like a little yeehaw planet. <laughs> yeah. It was very like Wild West kind of like mm-hmm. thing. And then there's um, uh, the the giant chicken things that you can kind of ride around. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can put, the put them in the stable. It's very cute. So cute. So very cute. cute. <laughs> the wildlife in this game is so, uh, so interactive and so so mm-hmm. cool. Um, I also have to give a, a shout out to Jetta, just oh, because yeah. I like the Jedi kind of temple and, and lore and everything built up around there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not quite as interesting like visually because it's all like sand and this and that and it's it's not as interesting to get around but i did kind of enjoy and again that was the place where that like the coolest scene ever happened so i have to give that one a shout out um i also did love going through the imperial um like that facility where you go after facility the isb yeah insane that bode was working for the isb yeah, we didn't even mention that, but yeah, yeah. The- <sighs> like, I know it was to stay to save his skin, but like, mm-hmm. and kind of like further his own, like for his own gain. But yeah. man, I know he wasn't like he fell obviously from the Jedi after Order sixty six, but I don't know. Like, I, I I would probably understand if I could have ever gotten to that mindset, but like a Jedi working for the ISB to capture and kill your friends is yep. insane to me. Yeah. And that happened with so many inquisitors. I guess we're lucky Bo didn't turn into an inquisitor because mm-hmm. damn dude's jacked and a badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he would have made a, a very, very effective inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, is, these are also the people that killed his wife. Yep. That's, Oh, I can't, I can't understand. Okay. Like I understand, but I can't. <laughs> yep. yep. I, I totally get you. 
but that yeah. facility was very cool. Very cool to go through. What was yeah. that guy's name? That that boss's name was it? Mike, the door technician. What was it? Oh my god! Yeah, you know who uh, I'm talking about. That was so was funny. The, the, yeah, technician uh, guy. Oh man, I even took a screenshot of that because it was the funniest boss fight in the game. I which could, was going to be my giggling. next question. <laughs> That was going to be my next question was what was your favorite boss fight, uh, boss fight. Um, and I think that was going to be mine. Yeah. It's that was a really so good one. <laughs> Mike really the door tech one. or something like that. Just a stormtrooper that shows yeah. up and it's like, come on. And it's and you're one just like, shot what, kill. You're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Such a random spot. Okay. I think so good. my favorite um, boss fight I mean, Bodes was really good, but it was really sad. It made me just, like, yeah. really sad. Daggins was very cool because there was that point where he kind of, like, made Bode see things and made Cal feel a certain way, and I thought that was mm-hmm. very interesting. That was a very cool boss fight. I love anytime we see a new force power. Mm-hmm. That's, like, we've seen people, obviously, we've seen, like, the Jedi mind tricks. One of the first things we see a Jedi do in any of the Star Wars films is you know the the simple jedi mind trick how does that work and what do you see it's like oh these aren't the droids you're looking for you're looking at the droids right now mm-hmm. clearly they are so what are you seeing what is that you know but this is the first time we've seen first person or whatever you know inside that vision of like oh it's not just a simple like hey guess these aren't the droids i'm looking for it's like you're bending reality i can make you see whatever the hell i want you to see mm-hmm. and you're just lucky i don't make you see worse things than than you know different droids like and he grew his arm back through the force like a force arm so cool that guy was yeah (laughs) high republic jedis knew some shit yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely so cool um very different you know we, we could go force power i was thinking like new mechanic lightsaber stance what's like your favorite new thing in mm-hmm. this in this game um we briefly mentioned the the mind trick thing that was a really cool mechanic yeah. you only used it a couple times but like it was really cool but i really loved the dual wield oh yeah i used that for most of the game nice because it was very cool and yeah. if i wanted to stray away from just double jaro to paul i made the second one a different lightsaber but like, yep. and so I'd have both. And so I thought that was very cool. Hmm. Broadsword was I, also uh, very cool. <laughs> I love the cross guard mm-hmm. so much. The first time you use it, or the like first time I used it anyway, it was just like, I'm so used to like the, like you said, the, the dual blade I thought was awesome. I was mm-hmm. using uh, like two blades in, in t- you know, two hands. And then I was using like this, just the dual bladed lightsaber Darth Maul style for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I used the cross guard and I hit, a stormtrooper in a hallway and he went down the hallway. It was like yeah. I hit him with a truck and his mm-hmm. leg stayed where I hit him, uh, which dismemberment in this game is a thing now, which yeah. is fantastically hilarious because uh, limbs just fly out randomly. Yeah. Uh, so I hit the stormtrooper just like a truck and his body went down, his leg went in opposite direction. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I see the appeal, Kylo. Mm-hmm. I'm getting, I'm getting this. Yep. That's it, it. It hits so hard and it feels like it just feels powerful. It's a little slow for my mm-hmm. liking, but like if you need to hit something like 
big and you know what's coming up like a, a boss fight or something i'd usually switch my stances to have something like really quick for those like let's dodge let's get in there do a little bit of like damage but mm-hmm. if i really need to hit you then i'd switch to the cross guard and just go to town baseball bat style like, absolutely very good mix and i liked how you only had to pick two because I think it would kind of diminish it if you could just quickly cycle through everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this caused a little bit of that like meta game. I was like, yeah, I need to like go into this and think about going into this, and it causes a little bit more of that like mindfulness. And you have to what strategize. Ahead of and... me? What's mm-hmm. the strategy? It like, gets you into the Jedi mindset. I thought so. I thought mm-hmm. that was really cool. Um, so let's kind of wrap this all up. What? I have two kind of two questions um, and then we'll, we'll finish off with like a one more kind of thing uh, that might fit into another question. So the first one is what did you think of this game overall? Like the story, everything. I mean, mostly I guess the story, but like gameplay, just like everything. How'd they do with this as a sequel? Um, game of the year personally for yeah. me. And I know my other contender was going to be the second Spider-Man game that's coming out this fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I will even say that will it will probably still be game of the year. I think it was absolutely incredible. Um, having so many twists and turns in rapid succession, seeing Darth Vader again, him killing Seer was absolutely devastating. But um, just like that whole chunk of gameplay, just being like one twist after another, it was just absolutely insane, and it kept you guessing and on your toes because you didn't know what was going to happen after the trailer villain was gone. And so I thought that was, it was incredible. 10 out of 10. Same. I thought all the same things that you, you said, like game of the year, which is saying something when the sequel to one of my favorite games ever has come out, like breath of the wild. Like I Mm -hmm. said, tears of the kingdom. I played it after this and I was just like, I can't start back at three hearts right now. Mm -hmm. I just can't go through like this intro just felt so draggy and I am more into tears of the kingdom now, but I needed some time away from Jedi survivor in order to appreciate Zelda. Mm -hmm. And that's really saying something. Uh, I thought they improved every aspect of the first game mechanic wise, gameplay wise, story wise, they upped the ante Um, just like they took everything. And I loved the first game, but Mm -hmm. it had some problems. Yeah. But they took everything that was good about that and made it better. Everything that was bad about the first game and got rid of it. Like there's fast travel in this one. There's like just everything's just cleaned up and made so much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, yeah, so far my game of the year. And it's going to take a hell of a good game. I can't believe the Tears of the Kingdom didn't knock it out so far. Maybe it will if I put another 100 hours into it. I don't know. We'll see. But like mm-hmm. right now, game of the year, 100%. Um what do you what do you want from a third game? Do you, I'm guessing do you want a third game? I do. Okay. I yeah. I love I love Cal Kestis. Um I I think he is my favorite Jedi, which is kind of huge for me to say because Anakin Skywalker is one of my favorite characters in the entire world. Um yeah. but I I know that Cal is better at being a Jedi than Anakin was, obviously even though Cal also struggled with the dark side, which was absolutely insane. That twist yeah. was insane as well. Um, I I need more Cal Kestis from another game. I don't know because they obviously have a child now. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
in in that sense, I I will I'll touch on something that I thought we were going to see in this game and that I kind of wanted to see in this game, mm-hmm. which is playing as both Cal and Marin. Oh yeah. I you know, we again I I mentioned this earlier, we got a sense of how well they work together in this game. And mm-hmm. uh, you didn't control it, you controlled Seer in this game. Uh let's have it go you you mentioned spider-man you can switch between peter and miles yeah let's go let's do that where you can switch between uh those two and um you know maybe the the kids tagging along maybe the kids kind of off with uh you know with someone or something i don't know like uh uncle grease there yeah yeah, that that, that could be an option just like stay on the ship with uncle grease we got this Mm um yeah Absolutely. I, and obviously I'd love to see a third game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get a third game or maybe after or sometime in between, uh, what, do you do you want these characters to live specifically in a game or would you like to see kind of that crossover, the crew pop up in live action? And if so, where do you think they'd fit? Like Mando, like age them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan season two don't have to do anything age wise. Cause this game happens exactly the same time same that time. Obi-Wan happens like mm-hmm. right on. Uh, do you want to age them up a whole lot and see them in Ray's movie or see maybe their kid uh, in, mm-hmm. in Ray's movie? Cause it can be assumed that a night sister and a Jedi training the daughter of a Jedi, she might have some force powers. Right. Yeah. You know? Um. I- yeah. I feel like I don't know. I'm I kind of blank on the timeline. I don't know if they would even be alive for Ray's movie. I mean, um, they'd be they'd be old. That's why I said like their daughter, right? Like mm-hmm, if yeah. if like Cal, I don't know how long Night Sisters live if they're not all eradicated. So mm-hmm. you know, Marin could still be kicking. Cal's going to be pretty old, very old. You know, I feel if he's like... still around. If there was an Obi-Wan season two, I would love to see them, especially now that they're working with the path. Um, yeah. I feel like he could be in Mando. If like, given they're still alive, you know what I mean? Yeah. Given they're yeah. still alive, not even just age wise, but like shit happens. Shit happens. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I would, I would absolutely love to see them in live action. Um, when Cameron Monaghan was cast as Cal, I was a fan of him before the games came out and I immediately thought, mm-hmm. oh, they would abs- they should absolutely bring him into live action because this man is a very, very talented actor. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure this is like the first games that he's ever done. And so I kind of assumed that they would. So I hope that they still have that in mind, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would absolutely love to yeah. see that. Yeah, especially where they made the characters, aside from Grease, but look so much like they're actors. Mm-hmm. Like it makes so much sense to bring them in. Yeah. Uh, I was also talking to, oh shoot, who was I talking to? I forget who I was talking to. Oh my God. If you're listening, I'm sorry. Uh, when you hear this story that I forget who I was talking to, uh, in my defense, it is almost 1am. So <laughs> forgive me for forgetting who this conversation was with, but I mentioned in Obi-Wan, they mentioned that Obi-Wan has a brother, very quick throwaway line. Mm-hmm. Uh, could Cal be Obi-Wan's brother? I don't know. He's younger. Um, 
you know, there's, there's, there's some like, uh, similarities there uh, from a, a strong Jedi perspective, strong resolve. Um, you know, it, I, I, yeah. If Not they have every different Jedi. surnames, maybe. Yeah, but you never know where like Kestis mm-hmm. or Kenobi comes from, right? Like you never, you can kind of like, yeah. And what, I'm reading, uh, I'm reading oh, the the Count Dooku book right now as well, and like, oh, you mm-hmm. know, Dooku kind of like, there's yeah, different like than than his family name kind of thing. So like, there's stuff there they could kind yeah. of explain away. But also, um, would Obi Wan know if his younger brother was in the Jedi Temple at the same time as him? Yeah, well, I, and that's it, right? Like, there's, um, yeah, there's, there's connection. Like, in, in, again, going back to the Dooku book, like he recognized his sister, but didn't know. Like, he could just kind of like feel her presence when he mm-hmm. went back to his home planet, um, but like, you know, didn't know. It just kind of like was drawn to her and didn't really know until like some shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, there's it was like weird, like you know, who's Cal and like why is he? more important to the Skywalker story and doesn't make more sense for him to show up in Obi-Wan. But like, they, mm-hmm. I think they kind of fixed that with the path anyway, so they don't have to make a connection. But I was like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they kind of name dropped Obi-Wan having a brother for some reason. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and they name dropped, you know, some stuff from Obi-Wan in this, but uh, you know, happening at the same time kind of explains that away too. But uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see that. I really want them, whether it's in the game or live action or whatever, I want them to explore more of Cal's dark side and like what the repercussions Mm -hmm. of letting some of the dark side in means. Mm -hmm. So that's where I hope they go personally with something down the road. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there's so much more with these characters that I want. Mm -hmm. Really quick about Cal's dark side. When he finally tells Marin that he's been feeling the way he's been feeling, and she just says, let me know when you feel like that again, okay? Or something like that. I was just kind of like... <sighs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like in the next game, I feel like it's going to become more of a problem, if I'm being mm. honest. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I feel like at that point, they're directly going to be fighting the Empire. Directly. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I Yeah. I really, yeah, I, I really think it could be a problem. And that's why I think we're going to be able to play as Marin because I think, like, at some point, Cal could just completely lose it. Yeah. And you either have to, like, take him out or take him back. Don't you know? say take like, him out. <laughs> he lives. He lives. He lives. <laughs> I have to believe this in my heart of hearts. I really hope so, too. I really hope so. Uh, I'm not going to keep you any later. This has been an absolute blast. Thank you so much for joining me uh, once again. Um, I swear you can come back for a non video game episode anytime, <laughs> any, any subject, you know, pick an episode of, of whatever and, uh, and we'll talk about it, but I really do appreciate you joining me for this one. So Absolutely. thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me back. <laughs> no problem. If you want people to find you, where can they find you on the internet? Um, on Instagram and threads now, I guess <laughs> I'm, I'm Riley Antoinette on Twitter. I am Riley Antoine and I'm over on into the garbage shoot podcast. If you want to listen to that. Excellent. And hang out. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Yeah. People should go check you out everywhere. Follow along with, uh, with your amazing like cosplay and everything else that you do. And, uh, and once again, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> No problem. All right, folks. Uh, thank you so much for listening. You can find me at, 
you know, for the time being, it's going to be the underscore Canardian. But by the time you listen to this, it might have changed. So keep an eye out for that. I'm not going to reveal what it is because I'm still deciding right now. And Riley knows what it is. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I haven't decided exactly when or or if I'm going to do a a drop. That There's something that I I mentioned on threads that I'm still kind of playing around with. Um, So we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, There might be a change coming up soon. Um, But you can follow me at the underscore Canardian on, uh, I'm really not on Twitter much anymore. So follow me on Instagram and threads. Uh, You can find uh, at secret friends, you on Twitter or secretfriendsunite.com for everything else that we do. Again, join the discord, join the Patreon. And uh, thank you to all of our patrons for listening. Uh, May the force be with you. Rex, play us out. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.